0: There was an invitation-only gathering the other night at PNC Park of people who had just given up their season tickets, and it was important enough, apparently, that it involved Travis Williams, Ben Charrington, and Derek Shelton on the same stage, emceed by Greg Brown. That's something. And also, maybe nothing. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. The the assembly of the team president, the general manager, and the field manager is hardly unprecedented. This is something that the Pirates would do routinely, of course that pirate fest and Bob Nutting used to even be involved in those before he started getting a little bit weirded out by the whole experience, but to have it done in this manner where it was a select group that was invited by email to come on down and meet with management and have management explain to them directly face-to-face without going through people like me and whatever else that was unusual. I have a tendency as a lifelong reporter to get a little bit defensive about stuff like that because I feel like reporters should be at these things and to not announce it is deliberate. It's designed to keep media coverage away from it. And again, I can also look at it very easily from the other perspective and say, you know what, if I was running the pirates, I'd probably have done the same thing. I really would. I I think from that standpoint alone, from that perspective, if you're looking at it from the totally opposite view from where I sit normally, I could see that. So what was the message? That's what's most interesting to me. What was the message? What was the intent here other than, oh, please come back and buy season tickets again or renew or whatever it is? What was the the method that was being used to try to convince people to come back. Because if you a canceled your season tickets, you probably did so for a baseball reason. Not in all cases. Some people get sick, have life things move, whatever else it is, just generally lose interest, but you probably did it for baseball reasons. And B those baseball reasons would have involved a lack of hope slash faith slash trust in the three guys or two of the three guys sitting in front of you or whatever it is, plus the owner who wasn't there. And C, to accept such an invitation, you'd have to at least be a little bit open-minded to coming back, right? Why else go? Go. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. That wasn't Charrington's only appearance in front of people over the past few days. He did a one-on-one with our website, DK Pittsburgh Sports, in Las Vegas. Last week, he also did a Zoom call after the signing of G-Man Choi, and He's made a couple of appearances on MLB Network and so forth. Listen to this one passage, and it's about a minute long, so be patient with it. From Charrington about the signing of Choi and what motivated him to get that player. Actually, I say signing, it's a trade, but it's, you know, the acquisition. We want to improve we know in order to improve we've got to build a deeper offensive team deeper lineup hopefully get on base a little bit more and first base dh one area clearly that you know we had some opportunity to improve on and so just in our initial uh, round of calls to teams and agents Choi is a player that you know the rays were willing to talk about he fits we think well for us uh, a left-hand hitter with a history of on-base skills a good defender a good reputation as a teammate and uh, so we felt good about this as a first move, and we'll continue to look at ways to add to the offense. Yeah, you heard him say, the goal is to improve. We need to improve. The offense was, uh, he doesn't say bad or whatever, but it was historically bad. It was the, arguably the worst offense we've ever seen in Pittsburgh. And he emphasizes that word improve, and he's been using it a lot lately. And it's Feeling like it's defensive, and I'm I'm not going to get into his head and try to figure out what it is that he's thinking, but by all accounts, everyone who was on that stage, according to the fans who were there, talked about improving, getting better, improving, getting better. That's what we want. That's what we want. Uh, Williams, according to one fan who was there, was talking about what their expectations are for next season and how the the general overall standard for getting into the playoffs is lower because there's more teams to get in, so he didn't even rule that out. He didn't make any bold prediction or whatever. I don't mean to attach some hyperbole to him. He's not the type, believe me. But that's what they were getting at. If that's defensive, that's defensive. If that's proactive, okay, great. If that's reactive to fans giving up their season tickets, well then, credit to the fans for clearly caring more than anyone associated with the baseball operation. I, I can't say this often enough, my friends. They can say whatever it is that they want. They can conduct a town hall, whether it's secretly or privately or publicly or Pirates Fest Uh, They can go back on their caravan and jump around from Western Pennsylvania City to Ohio and West Virginia's panhandle and everything else, and they can say anything. But until they do, until they do something, until there's action behind it, it doesn't just mean nothing. It means less than nothing. When we come back, J1Q... Todd, who asks, can anybody explain, DK, how Hoy Park gets protected but not Malcolm Nunez? Todd's referring to yesterday's show, uh, which was mostly focused on the Rule 5 draft and the curious exposing of Nunez, one of the two prospects the Pirates acquired in what I thought was a pretty nice trade with the Cardinals that sent Jose Quintana that way as a rental. Not only was Nunez picked up, but remember, that's also the trade that brought Johan Oviedo, who showed pretty good promise there, I'd say, down the stretch, especially his last couple of times out. Looks like he's going to be a part of this rotation. If you can get a starting pitcher for a rental, that's that's a good deal. But Nunez was in there, too. And I did say yesterday that I wasn't going to start naming names on the 40-man <laughs> That popped out at me as being like, really? You had to protect this guy, and then i I did that with Chase De Young, even though De Young was actually pretty good last year. Two point two four ERA uh, was used in different roles. Was not an effective starter, and for the most part, was a, an effective middle reliever. It didn't really do great at the back end either, when that was made necessary because of injury. So, he's a middle reliever you're protecting a middle reliever over a 21 year old slugger slugger being the operative and correct term. If you apply it to Nunez's stats, Uh, you can do it with Park too. You can parks had uh, more than a cup of coffee. He's had, well, I guess the best way to put it is several cups of coffee because he comes up for a little bit. He struggles. He goes back down. He gets right. He comes up, he struggles a bit, goes back down. And If you think about the way the Pirates were rotating those younger corner outfielders pretty much all through the season, but especially later on, Park wasn't even really part of that mix. You know, that became more of a a Cal Mitchell thing. Uh, They essentially abandoned, I felt like, both Park and Travis Swaggerty, both of whom are still on the 40-man. So... If they don't think those players are any good, why would they keep them over a 21-year-old? And I hate to do this, okay? This is a necessary preface because I, I learned from two separate trips to Latin America to study the way the Pirates would, and other teams, would bring in and sign international free agents. And I learned a lot about the stereotypes that are down there. But I also learned about the reality in that part of the world. And ages do get falsified. Uh, That's not me citing some stereotype. It's a documented fact. And when it comes to Cuba, there's that much less ability to verify someone's age. So it's entirely possible that Nunez isn't 21. I've not read, heard, or seen that anywhere. I'm just saying that it's possible. I'm trying to be responsible here. I'm trying to come up with some kind of reason why they would just let this kid sit out there. So I I, I, I don't have one. I didn't have one for you yesterday. I don't have one today. I, I really, I don't get it. And you, you're fair to bring up Park. You're fair to bring up probably about eight or nine guys. They lost a hundred games. There's ample room to remove people from that roster. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates, and we'll do another one of these tomorrow.